It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? I'm excited. This is year four. This is this is the actual 32 Fans in 32 Days. All the rest of the podcast stuff is just nonsense that we like. Yeah. Spend the All rest summer of the long, year it was nonsense. Milking. Yeah. Desperately trying to find content. It's too it's too bad that uh, Trump and LeBron didn't get into a fight in like May when we had nothing else to talk about. True, true. But, but I will yeah. say the nonsense is much more popular than this stuff. Yeah. Infinitely more popular. This, like this is an episode. I don't. I've never looked at like listener rankings, but I feel like there's a big drop. There are people that only listen to football stuff, but there's also a big group of people that only listen when we don't talk about football. Yeah. So I have a proposal. The way to uh, draw people in is let's start the 2018 edition of 32 fans in 32 days with the most exciting, most talked about franchise in the NFL. A team with tons of turnover. I guess is that what you're saying? And like, the, yeah, like uh, you know, a new. team that always is bringing in a new fresh. coach, a new quarterback. <laughs> yeah. A team that's always, you know, competing into the late rounds of the playoffs. Uh, we're speaking, of course, about the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yeah, no, that's I didn't really think about that in terms of like <laughs> ratings. We're bad producers of this show. That is well, there is idea. a method to our madness. So we've decided, you know, last year it was completely. No, there's no method the, to our madness. We it was like we had a cancellation <laughs> an hour ago, and 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 this guest was available. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me lie to our listeners, okay? Because there is a narrative here. Because you and I, as we do every year before, uh, you know, in early August. We rank all 32 teams 1 to 32, and today we are starting with the team uh, with whom there is the biggest disparity where you love them and I hate them. Wow. And tomorrow we're going to go with the second biggest disparity where you love them and I hate them. So l- let's talk about, before we bring our guest on for a second, um, I've you know famously overrated the Bengals every year and been disappointed. I finally learned my lesson. So this year, uh, having learned that lesson, I have them all the way down at number 25. But you yeah. have them at 16. Yeah, I think that sounds right. They're like the most average team in the NFL. I think 16 is a perfect rating for them. Okay. All right. Well, let's bring our guest on, and uh, we'll hear if he uh, what he has to think about being called average, which is a compliment, apparently, because that's better than what I've said. What, uh, he's not average. He's for, batting 1,000, this guest. He's bad. Yeah. He, he's. This is, I think, the fourth year he's been here. He also came on one year, uh, I think, to preview the Bengals-Steelers playoff game, uh, which ended well for him. Uh, Zach Sosna. Zach, welcome back to 32 Fans. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. So tell us, what, what's the what's the initial vibe in Cincinnati? You know, because, again, it seems like it's hard to get excited, you know, 
you got the same coach every year. You have the same quarterback every year. You know, there there hasn't been any sort of big story reason to why this year is going to be different. So, what's the narrative uh, locally? The local narrative is nothing's going to be different. But um, <laughs> what the Bengals are pitching is that we got a whole uh, a pretty new coaching staff this year. So, like uh, back in 2012 when we had our last major overhaul, that's when we brought in Andy. That's when we brought in AJ. It was like a player overhaul. So this is they're pitching it as like the same thing coaches you know what's weird about this chester there's a lot of coaches like if for instance the jets todd bowles was considered kind of a lame duck if you have a lame duck coach it's extremely hard to attract really good offensive and defensive coordinators and even position coaches because why would you want to move your whole family and then basically you know there's a 70 percent chance you're getting fired after the year or maybe during the year um but i think because marvin lewis has sort of uh, survived about 11 lame duck years in a row that he was able to attract like competent coordinators this year, uh, you know, the offensive coordinator was on the was on the team last year, but he didn't start the year as offensive coordinator. But the defensive coordinator is like a legitimate, you know, any team would hire him for at least you know position coach level in Terrell Austin. Uh, I, I, to me, that makes me think that like the agents and people think that Marvin Lewis is safe. But we're gonna go a little segmented this year and try and be organized. So let's start off with uh, segment number one: coach confidence rating. Uh, Zach, on a scale of one to ten. What is your confidence rating in your team's head coach? Is one, this is actually a good one to start is, with. Is 10 confident and one not confident at all? Yeah, 10 is like Bill Belichick and one is Rich Coates. Is Marvin Lewis? Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'd, go the, I'd go with the two. Not very- this, by the way, if, if Marvin Lewis may be for, ne- for like future podcasts, this could be like the Marvin Lewis confidence scale. It's like one is Marvin Lewis, 10 is Belichick. Or is that... Like is is he not bad enough, Chester, for him to? No, he's not near that. He's not bad. When we do our quarterback rank, our coach rankings, he's you know he's never going to be in the bottom five. No, he's he's a competent NFL coach. He just is he replacement level? Is he like the definition of replacement level as a coach? Maybe. Well, but there's also like the sort of the arc of a coach's you know career in one place, and he's overstayed that arc. So even if he even if he was slightly above replacement level, it's just you know you need a change at a certain point. Right on Pro Football Reference, it would be like coach, you know players just like him for a player like coaches just like him there it would just be like not available like there's no one in the history of sports basically who's had the same sort of like la- mediocrity lack of success but but you know is essentially uh you know has lifetime job security i mean if you look at all okay, the so hold on so, tenured coaches in the so, nfl they've all won super bowls except for marvin yes yeah okay so zach so you don't love your head coach uh, let's turn to your offensive coordinator. If I may read a quote from you from <laughs> one anonymous scout, uh, Lazor's play calling strategy would be unimpressive for a large high school program. Wow. <laughs> so, so that's, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So last year, uh, you know, uh, Marvin Lewis fired Ken Zampezi two weeks into the season, replaced him with Bill Lazor, the quarterback's coach. Lazor was basically Zampezi 2.0. This is actually incredible. From 2016 and the first two weeks of 2017 versus the rest of 2017, so in other words, comparing the Zampezi era to the Laser era, they had the exact same identical ratio of passing and running, including down by down, first, second, and third down. They had almost the exact identical ratio of 11 personnel versus 12 personnel. So it didn't seem like there was a big change between uh, Zampezi and Lazor. So what's your confidence ranking in your offensive coordinator from, uh, from 1 to 10? I'll give him a 5 because... You know, last year he was uh, going with uh, Zampezi's offense, and so at least now he has a full offseason to design his own offense. And, you know, he did just as good with the offense that he was given, so let's see what he can do with his own version of it. So that's the only reason it's not lower, I guess. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so we did quarterback rankings last week, Zach, and yes. I believe we had Andy Dalton ranked 23rd overall. Is that correct, Chester? Somewhere, somewhere in the Something low 20s. Something like that. Yeah, uh, he's been at a gradual decline. You know, mm-hmm. he had that MVP caliber season in 2015, and then he was, you know, in the teens last year, or coming into last year. He was, you know, he was above average in 2016. Last year, he probably had the worst season of his career. I mean, by Chester quarterback ranking, he did. Even worse than his rookie season. Yeah, he. I, I read an interview where he was like really broken up about his low C about, QBR score. Yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we all know there's no such thing as a good redhead quarterback. So, what, what, what's your what's your opinion on uh, what's your opinion on Andy Dalton right now? Is he the t- better than the 23rd best quarterback? Are you also falling in confidence with him as he slips little by little every year? Um, no, I haven't lost confidence in Andy. He took a you know a big jump you know, in 2015, and I think he still has that in him. The big difference between then and now is uh, last year our offensive line and the year before was atrocious. Um, And now, hopefully, with some of our new pieces, that he'll have a little bit extra time. And with that extra time, you know, I have more confidence in him. So because we've improved our offensive line, which has been our big offseason, you know, goal and task, that, you know, I have a little bit more confidence in him. And so I'd like to see what he does. And hopefully Eifert stays healthy for at least part of the season and, Having Eifert and a healthy offensive line will do wonders for how good he is. Well, why? Let's move to the offense. Why do you think? Uh, why do you think the offensive line is better? Well, we traded for Cordy Glenn, so it's a mm-hmm. significant improvement over Cedric Oboy. He had uh, a left tackle, and then we drafted Billy Price in the first round, who seemed to be of the guys in the first round had was the most NFL ready. Um, he is struggling a little bit under center in training camp, but I think he can figure That's that not out. Great. It's I'm going to tell you right now, Zach, that's, that's not great for, for, you know. And Pro Football Focus didn't like him. They have your O-line ranked as the 26th best O-line, which they consider an improvement, basically, just because Cordy Glenn, obviously, <laughs> is an improvement at left tackle. And they, they don't like Billy Price, but I, I think they're assuming he's something. But also the right side of the line with Jake Fisher or whoever gets that job in Trey Hopkins, they really don't like that either. Yeah, and you know what? Jake Fisher was actually doing a pretty decent job right before he got hurt. So, you know, he's so young. I still think he's got potential. And, yeah, our biggest concern on offensive line is our right guard. Um, but we have, like, three guys who seem to be competing for that same spot. And uh, Trey, Alex Redman, and uh, Christian Westerman. And they were all – most of those guys were draft picks that we can hopefully oh, – actually, some of those guys are draft picks. But the big difference is also we have a new offensive line coach, uh, Frank Pollock. He was the uh, Cowboys offensive line coach. So, hopefully, you know, he can bring in – uh, you know, some change, and he did pretty well down there in Dallas. Let's talk about the skill position guys for a second. Uh, so obviously, you know, John Ross, top 10 pick last year, high hopes for him, and he basically did not play at all as a rookie. And, I mean, you look, I'm a Vikings fan, so I've had bad experience with first-round receivers, Laquan Treadwell and, and Cordell Patterson, but is John Ross a complete bust? Like, how do we explain how he was so worthless as a rookie? He was hurt his whole rookie year. He he was out pretty much the entire season. He played five snaps the entire year. So it's hard to judge him based off of that. Um, Chester but he, clearly did not like those five snaps because he just called him a bust. He did fumble on one I of don't the know. Five I, just knew, I, didn't, I knew he didn't play. And look, I didn't know why he didn't play. Okay, so he was hurt. Fine. He was hurt. That's a valid excuse. So we'll, we'll see. Well, look, it's I mean, funny that you're so used to bad uh, first round receiver. Yeah, picks, just like can't get on the, on the field. That you're yeah. like, oh, he must not have gotten on the field. You forgot that he got injured and he did literally. Yeah. Play. I mean, here's the issue like the drop off after AJ Green has been so massive. And, like, the consequence is he gets tons of coverage. He doesn't perform as he should. 33 receivers in the NFL last year had 100-plus targets. 
the passer rating for uh, when when for passes thrown to AJ Green was seventy five, which was 30, 31 out of thirty three. Mm, bringing stats and it's here. and I don't think it's that AJ Green sucks. It's just that you know when there's nobody else. I mean, the other problem again is is Lazor really doesn't move him around and take him advantage of matchups. He lined up in the slot just fourteen percent last year, which again was one of the lowest for a receiver with hundred plus targets. So they don't move AJ Green around. They don't have anybody on the other side to draw coverage, and then they wonder why you know passing to him is not successful. Green's also Green just turned thirty last week. Like he's he's also you know not getting younger. But you're right. They really need. Well, but he's been a Pro Bowler every year. I mean, I, I you know he might not be a top five talent, but he's definitely a top ten, top fifteen talent. Sure. I think. But you know you, you we would have put him pretty near Des Bryant two years ago. They're the exact same age. Des Bryant's out of the league. You know, AJ Green. Well, he's massively might, outperformed Des Bryant the last two. We years. might be expecting too much from AJ Green at this point. I mean, I think having Eifert back, assuming he, you know, he's healthy, he's got cleared, that, that'll be huge. That is a second target. That is, you know, elite. When Eifert's healthy, he's a top tight end, not the top, but a top. And how many he, catches? Does I mean, that, that's a big year. if. Like Eifert's played how many? Like, has he ever played a full season? Once, games every but year, he's much. played less than half of his games since he's been a pro. But we'll see how that goes. And then John Ross, you know, Tyler Boyd showed he's competent. So you know, now that now that LaFell's gone, it'll 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 um leave space open for other guys to have their opportunities to show up. And then I think we have a legit running back now in Joe Mixon. So I think that'll help everything because you'll have to account for him in the passing and the running game. Okay, let's talk about the running backs for a second. So Mixon was another disappointment as a rookie. Uh, Jeremy Hill's gone now, of course. Uh, Gio Bernard has probably gone from, like, exciting young option to aging retread. I wouldn't go there yet. I think he's still got it. (laughs) I still think he's got it in him. Okay. Uh, well, Mixon. Oh, Gio Bernard um, is twenty six. He's nine years younger yeah. than you, and you just called him. An Look, Akiva drafted Mixon in every league last year because he supports his, uh, you know, his. Uh, How domestic, many times uh, are we going to make the same jokes to each other? <laughs> you make the same jokes about me. I, I just, know. I have to, pre- I have to say it before you say it about me. That's like the uh, but challenge. Here's like, the thing. I'm on to a new thing. I feel like this uh, year we got to, yeah. we got to get new material. This year, yeah, four. you, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not right. that hacky. I am the hacky. Okay, like, let, let's act. <laughs> let, let's act. Defend his uh, cadre of, of of bad running backs, both on and off the field. Well, let's talk about on the field. Uh, no, okay. I think Mixon is really talented. I don't think last year will show that. Um, we have, like I said, it all comes back to our offensive line. It's been improved, and he has talent. So if you give him any space, you know, I think he'll do well. I think you'll see Cordy Glenn. This will be huge for him there because Cedric O'Boy, he couldn't block anybody. And, you know, Billy Price, at least, you know, he can block up the middle. And so it would just free up a lot of space for him to run. And um, I think he'll do great. And, yeah, Gio is a great, you know, great out-of-the-backfield guy. He's a difference maker. He can make, make great plays. He just can't play, you know, you know, 30, 40 downs a game. But when he's in, he'll be effective. And I, and I am a big fan of the guy we drafted in uh, Mark Walton. So I think he can come in and be exciting and make some big plays. So I think our running backs are fun. I think they'll do well um, as long as we, they have some space to work with. So I think our offense in general just stems back to our offensive line. I think Mixon's going to be a top 10 running back this year in fantasy. That's my hot take. He's not being picked too far out of the top 10, but I like some of the guys. Yeah, that's, being picked. that's, oh, wow. That is, uh, to me, that's a crazy hot take. You think that's a crazy hot take? Yeah. I like him more than Freeman. I uh, mean, this offensive line, not notwithstanding Zach's comments, you know, mm-hmm. it, it might be improved from, you know, being bottom five, but there's no yeah. evidence it's going to be a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. I just you know, think he's going to get a lot the, of carries. Yeah, well, because Jeremy Hill left, 
I mean, they still yeah, have I, Bernard. I, I mean, Jeremy Hill played like three games last last year. He barely played last year. Iowa wasn't a factor. Yeah. All right. So I also think like Bernard's not exciting anymore. Yeah. Okay. So so here's here's the bad here's the bad news for your defense, Zach. Last year, the Cincinnati Bengals defense faced the easiest pass offense slate in the NFL. So your defensive struggles were against literally the worst offenses in the league. Your wins last year came against Deshaun Kaiser twice, Jacoby Brissett by one point, Brock Osweiler by three points, and uh, Joe Flacco in that miracle comeback that made Andy Dalton a hero in Buffalo. It's a great game. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think our defense was the problem last year. I think it was all of our, our offense and our defense was on the field, you know, too much. They spent a lot of time on the field. Um, we developed a little bit of a pass rush last year, um, you know, with Carl Lawson. Um, so he was a rookie. So let's see what he can do in a, a second season. And then we've always had Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins. So I think we'll have, you know, three legit pass rushers, which I don't know if every team can, can say that. Um, our linebacker core, I think, got a lot more stable when we picked up Preston Brown. Um, you know, he's better than anything else we've had next to Perfect. Um, so that could be huge. I mean, I think our defense will struggle until Burfick gets back from another suspension. Um, and I think the big difference... I like, I like this defense, by the way. I think it's... To, I think... This, first of all, William Jackson, who you haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, wait, I was getting there next. He's going to, you know, he's going to get some all pro buzz this year. Uh, pe- you know, people don't really know about him. He's got a boring name, so he doesn't really stand out. But William Jackson III is going to get buzzed. But I think everybody, Aloka, Williams, the dark as Denard, like the Nickelback. I don't like Drake or Patrick, and he's kind of short, right? But, no, his short isn't his problem. He's kind of slow. Um, yeah, but, but I, I, I like I like the whole defense. Atkins is a monster, and and he really makes it easier. For, they have like competent outside linebackers and and pass rushers that can actually get to the quarterback when when you know Atkins is drawing two and three men in the middle. I yeah. I, I like this defense, which is why Chester I have this them as the 16th best team because to me like they're literally like slightly above or slightly below average at, at every single position in the NFL. And I really think William Jackson, my, my hot take is he's going to be a pro bowler this year. He's what he showed in the second half of last year when we actually played him um, was pretty, pretty amazing. He shut down Antonio Brown twice. And I don't know if anybody else can say they did that um, in the last five years combined. Um, what was the outcome of those two games against Pittsburgh? I know, but he can only cover one guy at a time. Um, yeah. We know Unfortunately, we the problem is Pittsburgh has a lot of weapons. Yeah, but their number one, you know, their one of their top two weapons was, you know, shut down by one guy. So it's not Jackson's fault that Pittsburgh is good and that his team isn't. Yeah, so I was just talking more specific to William Jackson. So um, I really think that he is a legit guy. You know, he did really well in Houston, so there's a reason we took him, and he showed that you know he can keep up with you know keep up with uh, elite talent in the NFL. Um, I think our weaknesses right now are at safety. I'm not the biggest George Iloka and Sean Williams fan. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, Terrell does with, with our safeties. I like Jesse Bates, who we drafted in the second round. I think he's a playmaker. I think our defense really struggled last year with turnovers. So that's like Boston's like what he's known for is getting turnovers. So I'm excited to see what that kind of does for our defense and what that translates into. Um, so I think if we, if we solve that, problem get some more turnovers then i think that you won't see it's such a poor defense you, the offense will be on the field more and our guys will have pressure legs and you'll see, you'll be able to see them shine uh let's let's do a new segment chester called uh, what who are your five best players i'm still working on the name do we have a better name for the segment who are who are your team's five best players that's a good name that ring right off the tongue so zach i have to ask you a question who are your team's five best players 
Um, I would go with AJ Green, mm-hmm. Dino Atkins, mm-hmm. uh, Carlos Dunlap, Vontez mm-hmm. uh, Perfect. Okay. And uh, did I say Eifert? I'd probably go with Eifert or William Jackson. Okay. I think, by the, I think I'll, I'll go with Eifert now, but by the end of the season, William Jackson will be on that list. Yeah. You had three guys in – the Bengals had three guys in the Pro Football Focus Top 100. Gino was 20. William Jackson was actually all the way up at 44. And A.J. Green was at 96. My prediction will be that A.J. Green is not on that list for 2018. Wow. No way. I disagree, but it's okay. I'm selling, I'm selling high on, on A.J. He's also the most boring guy in the world to have in fantasy. He has some pretty big games. Mm, he's boring. Chester, you like having A.J. Green in fantasy? I don't think I ever have had him. You've never – there's certain guys. I mean, he's been in the league a long time. Like, I, in Albert Pujols' prime, I never had him once. There's certain guys you just never – Jeter I never had probably because he was the only person who I would, like, actively not want on my team. Yeah. But do, do, you ever ha- do you have that with anybody, like, uh, in football or in baseball or in any sport? Like, I hate this person no. so much. Do you, no. they're, just, they're just numbers to me. I would 100% agree. But I, I feel like my hatred for Derek Jeter is is like a little <laughs> stronger. Plus, he was bad. He was always he was always getting yeah. picked. But again, no problem with Joe Mixon. <laughs> wow, ten homers and eight steals. That's so exciting. Okay, you want to introduce weakest link segment? I don't, I don't know what that is. So you introduce it. It literally just ask him who's the weakest link on the team. Like, what are you worried about? No, yeah, all right, you you can do it. That's fine. All right, we got another new segment, uh, Zach, and this is this is going to rock the world. It's going to set the world on fire. Uh, remember the the old uh, game show uh, weakest link. I've heard of it. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. So I'm asking you, who is the weakest link on this team? Who makes you nervous? Who, you know, who on this team that plays keeps you up at night? Who on this team that plays keeps me up on night? Um, keeps you up at night, yeah. I would go with... Hmm. Thinking about it, I'd probably go with Trey Hopkins, our, our right guard, or... Our safety, Sean William and George Iloka. Okay. This segment might be one and done because I feel like those people were correctly <laughs> mentioned beforehand. <laughs> Let us know if we should keep Weakest Link in or not for future podcast listeners. Yeah, I can, make, I can pick a new one. Uh, my, our weakest no, link no, is... no, you know, you, your answer was good. It just occurs to me now that you're probably going to have mentioned it before that segment. You yeah, know, we're what just we discussed the offer. There's one more. I got one more. Yeah, My, give it to us. It should be Marvin Lewis. That should be oh, up in Marvin the Marvin Lewis and uh, Michael Johnson. Uh, I think he just yeah he he's a bit, he's not very competent right end. He's pretty good at when we put him on the inside for like obviously passing passing downs, but when he's in at right end, you can run right through him. You can he has no pass rush ability, and he's just kind of taking up space that maybe he's younger a zillion. guy. Yeah, he's, he's a zillion. and we're paying him a lot of money, and it's all like. None of his dead money. We can get it all back. Yeah, he's he's tre- he's trend. He's an above. He's a below average player trending towards being out of the league after this year. He won't he, be in the league next year. That's my prediction. Yeah, but we're paying him like four million dollars that we could just be giving to somebody else. Okay, so. that's fair. That's fair. I really like that weakest link segment. Now I'm into it. All right, but you know <laughs> what my right. favorite What's... segment is, Zach? You're you're a long time guest and listener. Oh no. You know oh, what no. we're ready for? Oh no. <laughs> this is where I can guess. Chester sent me an email the player. saying. We absolutely will not do the roster game anymore. People hate it. And first of all, that just inspires me to keep doing the roster game. Second of all, he's incorrect. People love it. Uh, everyone, uh, People either love it or hate it, but they have opinions on that. Nobody has opinions on, like, when you talk about the defense. That's fun. So I'm going to ask you a guy, and you tell me everything you know about this human being, okay? Okay. 
What do you know, Zach Sosna, about Jared Murphy? Jared Murphy, that he's not going to make the team. Um, okay, that's a good thing to know. Where do I you mean, go to college? Uh, um, I honestly, I don't know. I believe, isn't he a, a wide receiver, though? Yeah, wide receiver. I'm guessing Jared Murphy. I'm guessing he's white. Uh, he went to Miami of Ohio, so he's like probably the token like local connection. I don't know if he's white or not because his team on the Cincinnati Bengals website, they do not have a picture of him. Probably an inauspicious sign for him to make the team. Yeah, I'm guessing he was a, just like a free agent that we brought in to be a body at camp. That's what I know about Jared Murphy. All right. All right. Watch him be the Super Bowl MVP this year. I hope so. We could use one. All right, Chester, what do we have left? What's our last segment of the day here? I don't know. These are your segments. I literally emailed them to you, moron. Why can't you check my emails? What? Is it, well, we need a prediction, I yeah, assume. Yeah, that's right? exact. It's called uh, – okay. so what's the name for that segment, though? Prediction. Prediction, prediction time. <laughs> Did it, prediction time. Zach, give us a prediction for uh, the 2018, possibly 2019, Cincinnati Bengals. What is the record going to be at the end of the year? I'm going to go with 10-6. and six. And I think we make the wild card. Yeah, and then who do you play in the wild card round? Doesn't matter. We'll, we'll lose. We'll lose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Keith, what's your prediction for the Cincinnati Bengals? Are you making one? Yeah, well, I have them at 16, so I have them going 8-8. Eight and eight. They are going to be a league average team. I, I get why, if I'm saying that they're such a low upside team, which to me they're one of the lowest upside teams, I probably should have them in the 20s. But I also think that, that they just have a lot of good players still. And... Um, yeah, listen, you Dalton sound like me circa 2015, 2016, 2017. Why, why do you think we have such a low upside? I mean, we have we, we have an because offense. We've seen these guys eight times already. We've, yeah, running because you, 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 only have, you only have one good uh, skill position player. You have a bad offensive line. You have an aging quarterback who's gotten worse three years in a row. And you have an aging defense. With, There's uh, nothing like, that your team is sorry. great at. Like, <laughs> they're above average at almost everything. You could argue Dalton's average, below average, above average. They have a slightly above average pass rush, slightly above average secondary. But they have Dal they have Dalton, who's not great, behind a bad offensive line. So I don't see what would. See, like. I think I think the best thing the Bengals have going for them, and is true about the whole AFC, which is there's like two good teams in the AFC. Yeah, I agree. Like any of these teams could go. I think when I did my, you know, I predicted every game a couple weeks ago. I had the Bengals going eight and eight, which was pretty generous considering like where their over under is. Um, but look, I, I, they could they could go nine and seven, I guess. Or they could they could win a wild card. They I could mean, win a wild card because who? We were seven and nine last year, and our offensive line is definitely better this year. And I don't. Yeah, but again, you 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 faced literally the easiest schedule of offices right. in the league last year. You're gonna your defense is gonna look worse this year, not because it I, is worse, but because it's gonna face better offenses. I don't necessarily think that we have that tough of a schedule this year either. Like I think we just had two years of easy schedule. I don't think the Colts are that good. I mean, they do get the Ravens the and well, the, the, the Colts twice. Though. The Dolphins the aren't good. The, um, the Colts. Are, the, uh, hold on. The Colts are going to be better than last year. They have Andrew Luck. The Dolphins will be better than last year. They have. They don't have Jay Cutler. The Browns will be better than last year. They don't have Deshaun Kaiser. Buccaneers, right, these teams might not be good, Buccaneers. but they're going to be NFC less South, bad. Which is really tough. Minus one team. I don't think Denver's. And I don't think play the, you play the AFC Chargers. You do get a the AFC West is a good break because that's a division in a, in a, definitely a down year. So, so I think that we got lucky that we have another easier schedule. So I don't necessarily think our schedule is any more. Difficult or less difficult. He is than right. Last the schedule year. is easy, but you know who also has an easy schedule? Uh, the teams that play the Bengals every week. <laughs> Thank you. I made that joke twelve times every season, but I'm glad it's pretty oh, good. I like it. It's pretty good. Okay. All right, Zach. Uh, yeah, I, I think fun, we'll stop Zach. torturing you now. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. I, I feel like you want to start with. with I don't know if it was like fun the, for him. 
for him. I always love talking about the Bengals. Yeah. yeah, we will definitely not speak to Zach in January. <laughs> well, I, I mean, hope again, we do. I, I hope we do. Yeah, or maybe the eight and eight Bengals are the sixth seed. No, I, I, Zach, I think what he's saying is even if they make the playoffs. Oh yeah, no, we're, we're finding like a new Bengals. That's what I was saying. Uh, um, thank we, you. Four years is a good run. <laughs> we, um, it's like college. You got to graduate. <laughs> a lot of people go to college for seven years. All right, this was fun. Uh, let us know what you think about the new segments. Uh, you know, maybe we should get like new hosts instead of us. Like, I, I don't know what what else you think we should uh, change. If you have any segment ideas, let us know. If you think we're wrong about the Bengals, uh, you, I think you're, you're wrong, wrong about the Bengals. About them. All right, uh, well, write it in the comments, Zach, in the uh, Thirty Two <laughs> Fans Facebook. Also, because this is our first podcast, Chester. Um, last year we had a, a pretty interesting um, fantasy football league in the Thirty Two Fans group where everyone drafted two teams. And then you got the players yeah. from those teams. And I thought it was fun, but I, I thought the idea of it was a little more fun than the practicality. Would you agree? You might disagree. We haven't spoken about this. I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I have enough leagues. I don't need a league that requires constant work every I agree. Week. I, we're definitely not doing like a full-fledged fantasy league. But do you yeah. think we should put the, the, the fishing hook out there for someone to try and beat that idea for this year? Or are you cool? Yeah, sure. No, I know, put so the, that's put what I'm the saying. Fishing, put the fishing I, hook so out. So now because this is our first episode, can I pitch you an idea? Actually, yeah. how about this? Cliffhanger for the second episode. I'm going to pitch you the idea to start the second episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. That'll keep right. people coming back. Okay. All right, Zach. Uh, good luck to your Bengals this year. And uh, we probably won't speak to you in January. I look forward to speaking with you in January. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.